Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. It's the rare podcaster who doesn't want more engagement or feedback from their listeners. But getting people to do so has been historically hard. Maybe the incentives need to change. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Voicemail and podcasting have made for some strange bedfellows since the beginning of podcasting, really. Now, at its core, voicemail is about giving the listeners a chance to talk back to the podcast, something that seems like it should be incredibly easy given the fact that most podcast listening takes place on a mobile phone, right? Yeah, well, as podcasters, we all know how hard it actually is. One company, Pod Inbox, is trying to change all that and use the power of voice, both for the listener and the podcaster, to actually increase podcast engagement. Pod Inbox is the branded benefit sponsor for today's episode, and I asked the founder, Pat Chung, how Pod Inbox will make podcasting better. The way I see it, a podcasting is a very one-sided conversation, normally. When a podcaster jumps on the mic, they're usually kind of just speaking into the void. The trend of podcasting these days is for audience engagement, right? And there's a lot of technologies tackling this with live and social audio. And we have a little bit of a different way we're approaching it in that letting fans interact with the podcaster asynchronously through audio messages. How does the information get back to the podcaster and how do other listeners slash users of Pod Inbox interact with the content. Every podcaster gets a Pod Inbox page where their fans go and interact with them by leaving audio messages. All the messages are public, uh, right now at least. But our th- philosophy is let's keep all the messages public to make it a little bit more of a fun and social atmosphere to uh, share messages. So we make podcasting better by allowing an audience member to talk back to the podcaster and to have that shared comment in voice available to other people who might also want to listen to that podcast via the podcast pod inbox page. Am I capturing things properly? Yeah, yeah. I think you said it better than me. Yeah. <laughs> so if we look at SpeakPipe and Community and Google Voice and you compare those to Pod Inbox, what does Pod Inbox do differently than the other solutions in the market right now? One of the big differentiators I started with is, you know, what if we made these voicemails public? I mean, that's already very different. It seems so simple, but that nuance different is kind of important because when someone comes to your page, uh, let's say when the messages are private, uh, there's not much social proof of what you do there. You don't really get to listen to other fans. You don't get to meet other fans. So we like to say ours is a lot easier and a lot more fun 
I'm always curious who else is listening to this podcast. Through our app, you know, you could actually see who are the other super fans interacting with that podcaster. And we have these social profiles too, like what you might see on uh, Instagram or Twitter, you know, these little profile cards that you can actually learn a little bit about the other fans too. So we, we think that's kind of interesting and different. You're almost combining reviews with voicemails. Those reviews are public and they act as really good social proof. I see many podcasters, I, I am one of them, who if I get a nice review, I will share that across my social channels. Do you see something similar for a pod inbox? The reviews is a good analogy kind of, but I think we kind of go a little bit beyond reviews. We really think about it as engagement because when a fan leaves a message, you as a podcaster can also leave a text or an audio reply. So oh. we really kind of believe that just a slight touch point of engagement can really get that fan excited. When the fan gets really excited, that's when they become a super fan. And that's when they actually right. kind of spread the news about your show, you know, with their spheres of influence or whatnot. So uh, a reply is very different, right? Because like, let's say you got a voicemail, you can't actually leave a voicemail reply to the person who gave you a voicemail. You have to call them back. So it's like yeah, right. way too involved right, for a lot of podcasters. We really designed this whole product with the podcaster in mind, like how much time they have, how manageable these voicemails will be. So in their dashboard, we give them tools to download the audio clip to play on their show. Like we see a lot of podcasters do this to spark this fan engagement. And, and that's one of the downsides of, uh, of, you mentioned this other tool, Google Voice. Well, it's actually yeah. really hard to download an audio file from Google Voice we see a lot of people still using is they say, email me your audio clip. And we, we, we heard that many times and we're like, wow, people are still doing this. And, and then of course there's like this weird exchange where, uh, people are like, well, how, how do we email you an audio clip? There's no recording function on email. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, the, the, then the podcast has to reply and say, download an audio app and you record your audio, you download it into your drive or whatever, and then you add it as an attachment. <laughs> you know, that, that's a little cumbersome, obviously. What's on the roadmap? You've got a great system, nice and easy, but what can podcasters look forward to with pod inbox in the coming units of time? The feature we're really excited about is helping podcasters monetize from their audience. So if you could think, you know, the Patreons of the world or the buy me a coffees of the world, we kind of want to add that functionality to pod inbox. The reason why we're excited about it and a lot of our users are excited about it is our philosophy is that at the point of engagement, that might be a good place to ask for monetary support. You know, a lot of times we hear podcasters asking them to go there to go do something, which is, you know, maybe not the most natural thing, right? Like you have to go there mm -hmm. to give money. What we think might be a little bit more natural. So we, we kind of like study Twitter a lot and maybe YouTube, uh, when they're already engaging, uh, when they're finding that value, right? Uh, you know, I know you talked a lot about value for value, uh, when they're getting yeah. value directly from that podcaster. Then they might be inclined to be like, wow, this podcaster actually puts a lot of work into this. I want to support this podcaster with a, mm -hmm. with a tip or a donation or whatever. You know, they might be inclined to do that. So if you can imagine if they leave you a voicemail and maybe they really want you to hear it, maybe seeing, you know, uh, a donation that comes along with that might, might be very powerful. You know, a lot of the creator economy is based off of this notion of being appreciative for what creators do. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're trending towards because there's a lot of ways to monetize, right? Sometimes there's an expectation of getting something 
you know, when, when you give, uh, we kind of think that Patreon is a little bit built on that premise yeah. where you get content and, and things like that. So, right. Support me and I will give you access to these things, a t-shirt, a sticker, buy something to get something. Yes. Right. And we're not too sure how well or not well that works, uh, in the podcasting industry. You know, a lot of podcasters have a lot of things to give like t-shirts and they have the time to do that, but a lot of podcasters sure. don't, right. And, uh, yeah. we think a lot of times, uh, fans are just, uh, you know, they're just so excited to even engage like that is reward enough, right? <laughs> yeah, just having that connection and enabling that engagement and then finding clever ways to, you know, have some sort of monetary value attached to it as an option is, is an interesting way for them when you might want to take to the next step. So special thanks again to Pat for his insights here and to Pod Inbox for being the branded benefit sponsor for today's episode. You know, engagement is at the center of everything that Pat mentioned during this short interview. And I tend to agree with Pat that the public nature of voicemails. It really changes the entire landscape of feedback and reviews in general. Now, again, I talked about it very quickly, but I really think that this concept might be the better reviews we've all been looking for. But try it out and see for yourself. And even better, if you enter Evo, my name, E-V-O, into the promo code box when you sign up at podinbox.com, you'll save 30%, which gets it down to like less than six bucks a month. And if you want to see it in action, there is a Pod Inbox page for this show. Just go to podinbox.com slash evoterra. You can listen to the messages people have already left me and leave your own as well. Now, of course, there's no way I can have a fun conversation like this without my mind spinning and having other ideas. But before that, this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to Podcast pontifications.com. And thanks again. I want to talk about engagement more, specifically about the power differential that exists between listeners and podcasters. And by the way, it's in our favor and we need to change that. So that's going to be tomorrow's episode. And later this week, I'll dig into the ethics behind non-standard monetization options. And I'm going to be wax poetically for a long time about a world where all of the data of all podcasts was made public. That should be fun. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. 
A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.